When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, you guys. What is up? Welcome back to the Nicole Jacqueline podcast with me, Nicole Jacqueline. I am so excited, you guys, for today's episode because I am just feeling so level-headed again and we officially have everything moved in and just like new beginnings are on the horizon. So if you are new here, first and foremost, my name is Nicole Jacqueline and I am a full-time YouTuber and a small business owner. I actually have a slime business. So yes, I do create and sell slime in my slime shop. And then I also have a YouTube channel that I do full time. I create, I kind of call it more lifestyle slime content because I do vlog style content surrounding slime. So I kind of have this opportunity to incorporate different aspects of slime or kind of integrate the more lifestyle trends into slime. And I love it. I'm having a great time with it. It's so much fun. And I have this podcast to kind of just talk about the ins and outs of the slime business, the YouTube industry, what it's like being a slime shop owner, what I've learned, you know, as a I'm just turned 24 recently. So I have definitely learned a lot. And I would love to keep sharing it with you guys. And yeah, I went to college, actually, I went to college for broadcast journalism. So I have a college degree. And I'm very thankful that I did that route because you just never know slash I learned so much in college. And I believe that it really has prepared me for this kind of lifestyle that I now live and I'm self employed. And I kind of just have created some healthy habits for allotting time to work. And I have learned how to work hard. And I do think a lot of that has to do with my college education and the things I had to go through. So I'm very grateful for that. A little backstory on me. And yeah, I'm doing this whole podcast thing. This is actually, I started the podcast at the beginning of 2020 and I've been more consistent with it recently. We post new episodes every Friday. So I said we, but it's just me here. Hi, what's up guys? (laughs) And yeah, I'm just feeling so inspired today. I don't know what it is. Honestly, it's just something in the air. I feel, so we have been moving our um, warehouse situation and everything. And it's like the first official week where everything is set in stone and it's all moved in. And it has just been such a blessing and just a different, I've had to kind of learn how to rework everything. And, you know, a lot of stuff is happening in the, in the background that I cannot wait to talk about when it's official and things are, you know, in progress. So lots of fun stuff coming and, you know, if these things do happen, I'm going to have some really cool podcast episodes and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, cool. (laughs) It's going to be really fun. So 
I did an episode um, a while ago, kind of around how to run a business with good mental health or how to keep good mental health and that whole thing. You guys loved that episode. And it was funny because at first it really didn't do as well. And then over time, it really has done well. So I'm very thankful. And if you guys haven't heard that episode, it was one of my uh, beginning a few episodes, actually. I talked about, you know, how to have good mental health with the business. And I think I'm kind of having this whole revelation this year where I want to have an episode about this whole topic because I have kind of learned that if I truly want to have long-term success, whatever that means to you, for me, it just means that it means a lot of things, but I guess short-term, it just means that I will, you know, if I take care of myself, I can have a better idea of keeping this longevity of my job and keeping up with everything, you know. So I want to talk about, in today's episode, I want to talk about getting all my words all tripped up on this coffee, you guys. I had an espresso and now I'm having some iced coffee. So we're just really doing it today. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I have really just realized lately that if I want to do this for a long time and keep the creativity flowing, I need to take time for myself whenever that hits. And usually it's on the weekdays because the weekends I'm most likely working um, just to create stuff, just to create um, slimes or to prepare for the next week ahead because usually weekends are like big times to pump out content, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, slime shop, like post, like just like posting about slimes or sales or whatever it is. So I've been really trying to let myself just, if I feel like I'm having a kind of off day or I'm just so tired and just letting myself be tired and being a little lazy and just trying to not in it's not lazy to take time for yourself. Let me just correct myself right there. However, I have always perceived it that way for myself. It's funny though because I tell everyone to like self-care, self-care. I tell everyone these amazing advice, you know, segments and all this whatever. And here I am running myself into the ground and then not taking my own advice. So I'm definitely getting better about that. Um, I think the more that I just do it and stop making a big deal out of it, the better I'll be about it in general. So I do want to dive into that after we get this episode started up, but that is the topic, a little teaser for you guys. So if you guys have been listening, I've been for the past two weeks now, and this is how it's going to be for probably, I mean, for the next while, however I decide to go with this, I have been answering some of your questions in the beginning of the episode. And then toward the end of the episode, I like to kind of wrap it up with some kind of like mental health, you know, wrap around or tie in. This episode is more of a mental health based episode in general, but I do like to pull out, you know, what are the things you just need to know from the episode? First question is from Rosario to Hype Crew. And account asks if or what the hardest part about the slime industry is. And if you guys are not aware, because you obviously I think are, I'm part of the slime industry because I make content in the slime space. So I would say the hardest part about, I mean, I think in general, being part of a niche community that's smaller or more hyper-focused, it's going to naturally just feel a little bit different. And I think 
things will just naturally feel more competitive and not that it is a competition, but I do think, I just think all in all, because of the, the smallness and the close-knitness, the close-knittedness, is that the right word, of the community, it will just in general be, you know, a more hyper-focused group or whatever. But I do think it is what you make it and truly... I'm so thankful for this opportunity to, you know, even be part of the space. And over the years, this is not a part of the question, but, you know, over the years, I've definitely like evolved with the times or with what I like to create content about. When I first started my channel, I made beauty and fashion and makeup and like that kind of content. Very much like Bethany Moda style videos, if you are remembering that kind of time of YouTube. And then... Then I found, like, the Ava Gutowski side, you know, the Alicia Marie, the Mamiya makeup, the that whole, like, Sierra Furtado, like, those YouTubers that were just, like, such huge, such huge stakeholders in just YouTube in general, and they still are. Um, but I kind of found them, and then I just kind of fell in love with their content. However, I think it's kind of around there where I really fell in love with the idea of creating content, and I was just so... I don't know, enthralled by it, honestly. I thought it was so crazy how this is someone's job, especially living in a small town where these, like a small town in West Michigan where these things are just not on anyone's radar. However, they should be, you know. I don't think there's any reason why you should discount yourself and not reach for those crazy, crazy dreams. But it was around this time when I really was enthralled with YouTube and I thought it was just the coolest thing ever, you know. And kind of around this time, I found life hacks, and that was a huge thing. Like, life hacks for like 2015, 16, 17, eh, more just like 2015, 2016. Huge, huge market. I definitely was um, not one of the first, but it was like right around when like Natalie's outlet was doing them all the time. I think I was inspired by her, honestly. I would go on Pinterest. I had a method to it that I would find the weirdest ones, the weirdest hacks, you know? I would go on Pinterest and my thing I would do is I would just go to the first one that I found, whatever, and then I would go to, you know how on Pinterest it'll like recommend pins that you should, you might also like? The key is I would go on down, down a rabbit hole of um, first picture to the next you may also like that picture and then that thread and then that thread and then that thread and so on and so forth. And I would just find like the most insane, craziest, kind of just more comical life hacks. And it was such a fun time on, on YouTube. I had a great time with it and I've just been, I've loved it and it was so much fun. And then when, you know, the, I, I mean, I don't know. I slime has been around for a long time, obviously, mm-hmm. But I think I made like an edible slime video in 2016. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. I just like melted candy and I was like, this is slime. Like, awesome. Yeah, because that's how it was kind of back then. It was super simple stuff that did really well and people really enjoyed it. But also I think it's just because there wasn't as many eyes creating in the space. So naturally there wasn't much of a pool of stuff going around or ideas floating or if someone creates a really cool idea and then there's more eyeballs in that space, so on and so forth, more ideas will be created. Obviously, it's how that works. It's a process. Um, 
And I think I'm kind of on a tangent with my life story here, but I'll tie it back. You just wait. So <laughs> I was part of a more, you could say like a bigger industry then. So I feel like I was part of like the DIY life hack space. And now I'm just kind of like in the slime space, like truly on my main channel. I have two channels, by the way. I have like a vlog style channel also. I post quite a bit on actually. I love that channel. It's just like lifestyle, you know? Uh, so yeah, that was kind of how that happened. And then I fell into a slime hole, you could say. Beginning of, I made my slime by Nicole Jacqueline Instagram account 2017 January. I did. And it was called, I made it for like reposting slime stuff. I didn't have a shop. Like it was very rare to have a slime shop back then. There's probably like a handful of people that did sell slime. It's kind of crazy. And it's so cool that they're still making slime now. I think that's so awesome. Uh, but yeah, so I had my account called like Slime Heavens 11. I think it was 11. Slime Heavens 11. I don't know why I called it that, but I did. I don't, don't tell me. Don't ask me why. I just did that. And then I think like a six months into it, I slimed by Jacqueline. And then like um a year now, I've had slime by Nicole Jacqueline. So anyways, re rewinding back. So you know, as I was joining a more focused space, you know, it's like, yes, it is like you are in a quote unquote small genre, but also I do think that's what can ultimately kind of make your space great. Because if you look at, this is such a weird tangent, but you guys, it's important. So TikTok, people that stand out to me are, there's this one guy that does like skincare stuff and I'm sure you've seen him. He's like this younger guy and he does, he always uses, well, like Cerva, Cerva, Cerve, Cervi. It's like that facial moisturizer, very popular, whatever it's called. Cerve. I'm probably saying it so freaking wrong. Honestly, cringing. You're probably all cringing. Very sorry. Um, I look at him as an example because he like rocks that space. Yes, you could say he's part of like a lifestyle space, but he's in a focused genre and he rocks it and that's what makes him stand out. So don't get too caught up in if you are making content in like a more focused genre because ultimately that's what makes you stand out. So I have to like expand, expand on the hardest part of it being, you know, how, how focused it is. But at the same time, that's kind of what makes it great because it is such a niche, smaller community. Um, there isn't a ton of us that are just slime. And I've had a hard time with it for a while. And I do want to start possibly doing some other stuff as well. Um, but I really do love slime. So yeah, a little tangent for you guys. But anyways, that was a good question. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, if you ever want to ask any questions, please comment them on my Nicole Jacqueline podcast Instagram or DM them to me, whatever you feel comfortable doing. And I will take note of them. And I do like I'm doing this new, like, you know, Q&A section at the part, at the beginning of every episode. So if you want to be part of next week's, next week's episode, let me know. I mean, you know, DM me or comment on my Instagrams. But yes, you guys. So oh, success, running a business, uh, not burning out, taking care of yourself, all things that I have had to really teach myself. And I'm just a really, I'm a... This is going to sound so like cocky of me, but I know I'm that kind of like personality where I just want to get, I just want to 
I don't know what's the terminology here. I'm a go-getter. I want to go and I want to do and I want to be great and I want to perfect everything and I want to just make sure that every day I'm using every hour of my life to create and create and create and expand my business or invest in other things or do research on this or that. Like I want to always be, you know, putting time back into my business and that's great. I think that's an amb- that's ambitious and if you are the same way, that's awesome and I appreciate that so much, honestly. It's respectable and that is incredible, but, 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 you guys, B-U-T, <laughs> it can also be the most, like, what is the word? I'm having a word problem today where I can't get the right words. I need a, thes- I need a thesaurus up in here. <laughs> Anyone get a thesaurus? <laughs> I, it can also be the most, like, devastating, not the right word. It can be the biggest fallback, the biggest fallout on your business is, how much time you are putting into it. And I'm saying this because I've realized this recently. If I take a day off or two or three, whatever it is, and I just take those days to just freaking relax. I haven't been very successful. I'm practicing it. I'm working on it. But if I just take those days or day to check out, focus on the weather being outside, being in nature, doing things that aren't my job, uh, which is just so freeing. I am going to create 10 times better of content on the days I'm actually working. So yes, I could work every single day, seven days a week, all day, 12 hours, nonstop, always working. Okay. But am I giving my best my best time? Like, could I be doing the same amount of work in half the time and have a day off because I'm more refueled to just get it done or be more inspired? Absolutely. And this is something that I'm trying to really, I'm trying so hard because I have seen the benefits of it. And even yesterday, I, you know, I still worked during the day. I just had a lot more breaks, you could say. I, just was trying different things out and I'm trying to go on more walks with my dogs or just go outside or, you know, enjoy the sunshine, go on the rooftop or just do little things like that. That, Because I find a lot of grounding in nature. I've always been out. I just love being outdoors. It's so freaking fun. It's just the best thing for me. And I've been trying to really reintegrate that into my life. Um, it's been so nice. Honestly, it's a beautiful, beautiful world. And I just always find that if I just spend even an hour off from doing whatever it is to go work out, to go walk, or even just to sit and breathe or watch a movie, like it doesn't have to be productively, you don't have to be moving your body to have a break. You know, I'm also working on that too, because I'm like, oh, if I'm not working and putting effort into my business, I should be working out and like getting stronger and doing this or doing that. And I'm aware that I do these things to myself and I put so much pressure on myself and growing up, everyone would say this to me. It's, it's funny cause I know I do it, but I still do it. So why is that? Isn't that funny? Um, growing up, my teachers would always say like in grade school, how I put a lot of pressure on myself and I'll start like, I'll get so upset if I get a bad grade and like, it will kill me. I will feel so, you know, 
not worthy or a little worthless or I'll feel like I, I'm like stupid or whatever. It was just so, it's just so silly. But I did and I do. And I'm aware that I did these things. And I, that's why, and that's why I said, you know, I think it's great that if you want to strive for perfection, like, or just, you know, that's not bad. It is not bad to want to work hard and do amazing things. That's incredible. And, you know, it takes a person to be ambitious and to get the job done. But at the same time, if you're striving for an unachievable goal, like perfection or something that will always get leveled up, you know, for example, it's like once you hit this, then you, you tell yourself like, this is the end all be all. Like I will hit this, whatever the goal is, and I will feel so satisfied. Maybe that's like for the day you're working, you want to accomplish your heavy, what's the I say? Like hefty and heavy, heavy, high, heavy to-do list. Hefty sounds better. Anyways. And you're like, if I accomplish this, like I will feel un- incredible, you know? And you will, I bet it. But what happens is this like level up thing, you know, you finish it and then you're like, well, now I should go do this because I have time when it's just like pace yourself, you know, Mm. it's just, it's a hard skill to learn. We are working on it here. I do want to hear what you guys do to de-stress or if you are self-employed or even if you are taking a break from doing homework or whatever it may be, I would love to hear what you guys do. Is it you know, do you go outside? Do you want walks? Do you just sit and do nothing and take a break? Do you get on Instagram and do all that stuff? I would love to know. Please, you know, message me. I want you guys to kind of just, you know, reach out on, on Instagram or social media, which is Instagram as well. Okay. Hi guys. This is a podcast about Instagram, apparently. Cool. <laughs> kind of leapfrogging off that topic and you know, taking time for yourself, self-care, and how it is pivotal in your growth overall as a person and your business. If you don't take time to recharge, you know, oh my gosh, one of my friends posted this one thing in her story and she was like, it was like a graphic with a person like holding a battery, I think. Yeah. And it was like, how are you supposed to, and the battery was empty and so were they. Um, their body was like hollow, I think. It was like a cartoon graphic. <laughs> it wasn't that morbid. <laughs> and the like I think the uh the graphic title was like, How are you supposed to create with or it was like how do you how do you create with a with an empty battery? You know, something like that. And it was very the graphic was moving. I'll put it that way. All of these details don't matter, but Yes, it's very, it's very true. You know, you cannot expect to be productive or inspired or creatively inspired from running from a, on a dead battery. Like, it just, personally, when that happened and I get to that point that I just have drained myself out so much that I can't even enjoy the things that I actually enjoy anymore, that's when I know I need to look in the mirror real good and take some time for myself even if it's just a day or two, or just being more aware of it. Like it's a cycle. I go through these cycles all the time and yeah. So it's important, you know, we are here for it. And I think kind of leapfrogging, leapfrogging off that you guys, it's like the ultimate key to success is taking care of yourself and looking inward. And I think with looking inward recently, I have been just trying to do things for me and, you know, not thinking about other people's feelings because end of the day it's my business and I need to be more proactive 
with what I want to do with it, you know? And if I want to change something, then I have been just trying to just do it and stop sitting on it and thinking about it and just doing it. And I'm trying to not let myself be so caught up in having every little thing figured out because I didn't. When I started my channel, did I have it figured out? Absolutely not. Like, why would I? How would I have? Like, I did not know anything I was doing. So just little reminders of that kind of thing. And I think as a small business, you guys, as a small business owner, I feel it is, again, pivotal. Is that the right word? That's not the right word, you guys. It's just important. How about that? I need to like honestly keep a thesaurus next to me because I love to use words and then I forget them and then I'm we're here. So welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm Nicole Jacqueline, your host. Okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> what I was saying was as a small business owner, as someone who likes to get ish done, you just have to be more proactive about taking action and just being in control of your own life and if it's, you know, reaching out to brands or if it is just making steps within your business, if there's so many, I could give so many options, honestly, if it's moving office spaces, that has been so liberating, honestly, a lot has been happening lately that has just liberated me to just, it just reminds me that I have everything I need, it's inside of me, I have to just remember that I need to just stop being so scared of, you know, making changes or all of this. And people don't like change, obviously, but we are very adapt. I said this in someone's podcast recently, actually. It was like, if you, human beings are literally meant to adapt. Like we, it's who we are as people, but we hate change. We literally hate it. We, even when the smallest things happen on like Instagram, we freak out because we don't like it. We don't know how to do it. We want to know everything, you know, we're not aware of it. But I've been really trying to just take things into my own into my own hands and be proactive on them. And it's very empowering. I never thought I would move out of that warehouse. I and I wasn't by any means like locked into it. I had there was no contract. Like it was a lease agreement, but that's a lease. I can get out of a lease when the lease ended, which it just did. <laughs> and it's funny because so many times in our life we we kind of just sit behind doors that aren't locked. You know, they're unlocked doors in our minds that we just, we sit behind because they're comfortable and we know him. We know every in and out of it. We have navigated it. So why would we want to exit the door? But then at the same time, we have lingering thoughts where we want to move when we want to do these things and we want to explore other possibilities or whatever it is. And it's funny because it's almost like we, and I'm saying we, but I know for myself sometimes, and I'm also working on this with myself, you know, always on a self-growth journey our whole life, so, you know, always can do more work inside and out. So I have been just like noticing that I would be like in the door. <laughs> if we're using a door analogy here, I'm kind of like hand on the door handle. It's It can open. It's an unlocked door. And I'm kind of just like, you know... Not opening the handle all the way, but it's not, you know, it's just like I'm like shaking the handle, if you will, on an unlocked door in the comfy, cozy, what I know. But it is actually just, it's remarkable how, how just like, 
emotionally empowering. It's just insane. The feeling that you will feel when you finally just open that freaking door and step outside of that comfort zone, you move or you make a big decision or you make a big change and you stop being so scared of what could go wrong and start thinking of what could go right. And this is at me because I only sit here and I think about what could go wrong versus what could go right. But I think by taking that step out of out of your comfort zone, no matter what it is in, if it's a new job, if it's not having a job, if it's something different, like this current, this year has been something different, if you will. And I think a lot of us have learned that we kind of have to go out of our comfort zones more in more ways than we've ever had to because, I mean, personally, I am self-employed. I work from home and it's like I already was isolated and now I'm very isolated. So I've had to be very proactive with my own mental health and just listening to those little whispers that you hear when, oh, okay, I love a notification. Okay, excuse me, I'm podcasting. That's staying in because that's real, okay? Real life, guys. I'm not going to sit here and edit that out because that was real life. But it's like I have been being just proactive with those, whatever I hear, a lingering thought, I kind of call it, where I hear a little voice being like, you know, does that really benefit you? Is that a good decision? Or the little push of do it. Like, why not? And that little exciting bolts of energy you kind of get. And it's really kind of incredible what happens when you get a little bit more in tune with what you want for yourself and not what everyone else wants for you. And I think, I mean, I don't have it figured out yet, but I'm definitely, I definitely like, I've entered, I love analogies. Okay. I just do. I've definitely, (laughs) I'm thinking of like a racetrack. I've definitely entered the racetrack. I'm definitely like, I'm like in the first lap, you know, I'm definitely making some progress and trying to get better at doing what I want for me and not what someone else wants for me. And that it isn't like I'm being told what I should be doing, but I think I can oftentimes get hindered by what others are doing for themselves their journeys in their lives and I'm like oh but what if I did that that looks fun but I'm solely doing it because it looks fun for them but I'm kind of putting my own wishes and my own needs out of the picture and I think this whole this year has you know gotten me on this racetrack if you will of really finding out like what I want for myself because honestly there's a lot that I want for myself but I just don't and I don't want to have figured out or anything, but I just want to make sure that what I'm doing every day is for me. And I'm not doing it because I think someone will give me validation for it or someone will acknowledge me. Or if I do it, then X, Y, and Z is going to happen and someone else will come into my into the picture. Like I just had to make sure that what I'm doing is for me and I'm not being hindered by media that I consume, which is so hard to do if you think about it. It really is because we, even if you aren't on your phone, you aren't engaged. There's so much media in just the generic world that we interact with every day and don't even know anymore. I think it's important to just kind of like tap in to what you want every day and just trying to like 
be thankful for things that I have. And even though I want to have it all figured out and I want to just like have every, I don't say it's wrong. I want to, I want to have every I dotted and every T crossed and I want to know that I'm doing everything great and it's awesome and la da da la, la di la la. You know, ultimately just having more gratitude for what I have and just being confident that I'm on my own journey and, you know, just trying to find some grace, to take some grace for things that happen in my life and things I want for myself and just being confident in that. And, you know, there's no, why would I live, why would I ever limit myself, especially when I'm my own, my own boss in a sense, like not even in a sense, like it is that I am my boss, (laughs) which is crazy to think about, honestly. So ultimately what I have been, I keep saying ultimately, ultimately, like ultimately, however, therefore in conclusion, as you can see, yeah, well, health and I, I was used to like say, as you can see in like high school and like essays all the time, very annoying. As you can see, according to my thesis, like LOL, <laughs> which I mean, essentially this is a conclusion part of the essay because we are wrapping it up here. So I am not wrong. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty great here. So I think ultimately I'm saying it again. <laughs> it's just like, don't get so hung up on everything. And just try to let things ebb and flow. And it's easier said than done. Um, I'm on the racetrack. I've, you know, I've punched my ticket. I'm I'm doing the thing. Like one lap of a thousand, like thousands, honestly. But I think life is just part about getting on, getting on that like racetrack, getting back into it, doing things that scare you. Um, at the same time, valuing your mental health and recognizing that if you feel drained and actually awful, maybe that's not the best day to take on a million tasks. And maybe the solution here is to, if you feel that way, redirect your energy. Um, Like yesterday, I mentioned how I, you know, went on walks and stuff, but I also reorganized my entire apartment. I cleaned a lot and did other things that I had to get done but they weren't necessarily my like quote unquote job. So that was very nice and refreshing. And sometimes the best, this is not my quote, is it's a great quote, but it's not my quote. I heard it in this YouTuber who was just like a tech something. She's like a, she's like a stay at home, has her own business of sort. And she was doing a day, a day in the life of her, like how it, she was like a, a tech company. I don't know. It was so interesting though. And she was just like, Sometimes the best way to take a break is by just changing what you're doing, like changing tasks, switching from filming to then editing or from filming to go clean or cleaning to go edit. And just that little switch is the break. And because it is such a different change, you have time, you can kind of redirect your energy, regain some energy. You know, you guys, end of the day, it truly is just about listening to yourself and what your body needs and what your mental health is calling for. So many things affect those and those instances and it really does like ebb and flow, truly. So I think there is such power and being more in tune with your mental health and just listening to what you need because you need it for you and not listening to what someone else might want for you, listen to them. That's interesting. That's awesome. Advice is always offered, you know, if asked. Uh, However, 
don't let that person control your life or this isn't like a subtweet. I'm just saying like in general, I know that I can listen to people will say things and I forget that that's their, their frame of reference is not mine like at all. It's in no one's will be the same as yours ever. No matter how close you are, how similar you are, everyone's on their own journey and no one's on your journey. Even if you think you don't like you don't bring anything like to the table that's different, you do. I bet you do. Everyone does. Like no one's the same. And I think the more you listen to those voices and those voices, listen to just like those whispers in your head that are calling for you to listen to them. The more you are in tune with that, I truly do believe that's how you get to like the core of inspiration and creativity and learning to just let the creative come over you. And when it hits to just strike and go and let it go, let it just freaking, it's a beautiful thing. Truly. I live for those little creativity bursts. Um, Just on that note, really fast, sometimes as people are, I have a creative job, you can't plan to be inspired at 5 p.m. You cannot inspire to be, you cannot plan to be inspired at 7 a.m. And then at 8 a.m. you'll go edit and then at, or like you go film what you just were creating. It's like, that's not how it works. It might work for some people, but for me, I'm not that way. For me, it works like this. I'll work a normal day. I'll do my normal things, whatever that may be. I'll have some dinner, do my thing. And then sometimes, and this happened on Sunday, actually, um, this past Sunday, I had dinner and I got this huge energy burst to go create in my slime shop. And I let it, I just let it happen instead of just being like, oh, I have to go to bed so I can get up because I have to do this tomorrow. So just stop focusing so much on keeping a schedule, especially if you are self-employed, if you are trying to create and create interesting content or whatever it is, just let it happen naturally. And it really will. And I've had to take some, take some grace in that, honestly, and just accepting that my days off will look different than someone else's and my work days will also be different than someone else's. And it might be that I will have to work maybe a little longer or just let the creativity run through my veins because I'm a, I'm a morning person. I am. I love to be up and at them. But the problem is I'm almost always inspired in the evening. Like it's usually like 7, 7 p.m. on. So yeah, it's always like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., even 9 p.m. I've just, it's, it happens. And then I'll end up staying up super late. Uh, but I'm just really trying to embrace it and just let it happen. And then in turn, when I do that, <laughs> this is my biggest flaw, I need to stop like making myself wake up after sleeping for like literally three hours maybe and like have a a caffeine crash, having like no sleep and then making myself go work out and that I'm in a moody, I'm like in a terrible mood and that I'm not napping and then I have this whole like burnout thing going on. I have to learn to just like cancel the workout class, sleep in, drink some water, you know, help me help myself a little bit and just redirect a little. 
you know, like I said, I'm aware that I do this and I'm making progress and that's literally all you can do. Nothing will happen overnight. That's not how growth happens. If you think you're growing overnight um, that drastically, you probably haven't done all the work yet. Not to say that it isn't impossible. I'm just saying like generically it takes, isn't it like the one thing where it's like a new habit has to have like 21 days to become part of your life. It's kind of the same thing. So I think being aware of your mental health and taking those kind of actions is a habit. It's like a habit you have to get used to and listen to and make time for it because we do have time for things. I mean, have you guys seen your freaking screen times? Like you have time. You have time. You do. But it's like, are you making time for it? Are you putting your phone down for that to knock your eight hours a day screen time down to seven? Like you could do it. You really could. There's ways to do it. And I think it is just so pivotal in the growth and success of your business long term and how to maintain these things and also maintain your physical and mental and spiritual health in general. And yeah, I'm just so here for you guys. So that is the episode. And I love you guys so much. Honestly, I love these podcast episodes. They are so much fun to do. And Thank you guys for listening. If you want to give it a five-star rating and leave a review about what you guys love about this podcast, it helps a lot actually if you guys rate and leave a commented review because it really does help others find my podcast and just see if it's a good one to listen to, you know? And it's such a cool thought to have maybe people find my find my channel and my slot my slime shop through my podcast. That's crazy. I love that. Um, but yeah, you guys, I'm going to go and, you know, I'm going to start planning some stuff that I want to make tonight for my slimes and get that train going. So I'll talk to you guys in next Friday's episode. I will see you guys next week. I love you guys. Bye.